Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. But I figured... It would be rather apropos to have this guy on because he knows a thing or two about Chicago sports. He knows a thing or two about handicapping games. He's one of my all-time favorites. Check him out. Chicken dinner. They got some good stuff going on. Twitter, picks, advice, all that good stuff. My main man, Sam Paniatovich. Sammy, my boy, how are you? What's shaking, dude? JJ, doing good, by the way. They always say you never really know a guy until you hang out with him in Vegas. And I watched Syracuse and Duke right next to you. And Syracuse, when Syracuse hit that buzzer-beating three to get a push, you went insane. And I will, I promise you, I will never, ever forget that. Sammy, that's what you call leaving a first impression, my friend. And you know this better <laughs> than anybody. Good teams win Great teams find a way to cover, or in this case, find a way to push. And we had a ton of fun out in the desert. And you being a Chicago guy, let's start here. Mitchell Trubisky is the talking point now, and you're in Chicago. Holy crap, I can't believe the Bears passed up Mahomes and passed up Watson and traded up to get Mitchell Trubisky with the second pick in the draft. Yeah, it's a recurring narrative, right? We have this conversation every single week, not only, you know, in bar rooms and in living rooms, but on sports radio in Chicago. Like, every single week, did they really draft Mitch Trubisky? Not only did they draft him, but did they trade up to get him with the second overall pick? I mean, we look at the numbers that Deshaun Watson, Patrick Mahomes, obviously the MVP last year, put up. It's a recurring conversation that we have. And unfortunately, in Chicago here, the GM is so tied to the quarterback that he goes out of his way to defend Mitchell Trubisky, who can't hit an open target. And last year, yeah, the Bears went 12-4, and four, but guess what happened, J.J.? Last year, there was a year full of tape, a year full of film, and all opposing coordinators and defenses can prepare for Mitchell Trubisky, and they know that he can't hit a freaking open target. So what do they do? They throw eight defenders in the box. They challenge Trubisky, they keep him in the pocket, and they make him hit the open target, and he just can't do it. The problem is they keep making excuses for Trubisky. Well, you know, his hip hurts, his shoulder hurts, he's got a hangnail. You know, every single week there's something with the quarterback, but it's tied into the fact that the general manager has sacrificed the future, trading up to get Trubisky and trading two first-round picks to get Khalil Mack They're stuck with what they've got, and unfortunately, they have a very average and mediocre quarterback. So, Sammy, Guffield, you don't think next year they move on from Trubisky? I've heard some conversations. I hear the hot name right now is Alex Smith. Now, 
let's remember the guy shattered his leg in a million pieces a year ago. So I, I'm a little skeptical of that, but I, I do know that Matt Nagy and Ryan Pace collectively want to bring in somebody that will push Mitch Trubisky. I don't think they're going to trade for Cam Newton. I don't think they're bringing in Marcus Mariota, but I do think that there's a push inside the organization to bring in a veteran quarterback that has experience that can not only drag Trubisky along, and I use that word drag specifically because you do have to drag him from time to time, but they want somebody in here that is good in the quarterback room, has some mentorship ability, and they can try and bring him from step one to step two because that's really what it is. He hasn't gotten better since he's gotten in the league. And remember, this is year three right now. He was on the bench year number one, came in halfway through that season or early in that season rather than Mike Lennon. Year two, he was okay because the defense was all world. You have to be better in this league year after year after year. And he hasn't grown as a quarterback. That's the issue. So, yeah, they should certainly bring somebody in. And the hot name right now is Alex Smith. Okay, Sam, before we get to how your year has been going what your read is on the current NFL card. Let's start and get this right out of the gate. Giants and Bears. The Giants have been a dumpster fire. We know that. The Bears right now have been unwatchable, and they had as bad a performance from a covering standpoint they could ever have last week. How they didn't cover that game against the Los Angeles Rams, I'll never know. But your initial read right now, Giants getting anywhere from six to six and a half points. Can you make a case for the Bears to cover that number? No, I can't. Do I, do I have to talk about this? Here's what I would do. If for all you degenerates out there, there's one way to bet this game. Tease it up. I'm talking, I'm talking take it from six and a half, go through the seven, go through the ten, and get the Giants at 12 and a half. And then find another team, whether it be, you know, I, I really think the Green Bay Packers are in a good teaser spot because uh, you go from the three through the seven. Uh, there are a couple other teams on the board, but I'm, I'm not taking this game straight. There's no way. I'm not laying six and a half or six with Chicago. I'm not taking the points with the Giants. If I had to bet this game, I'm teasing the Giants up, go through the seven, go through the ten, and then find a, a corresponding dog to go through those numbers. I love to tease through those numbers. Love to tease through the seven. Love to go through the ten. Find the Giants and then key in another team on the other side of the spectrum that you can go through six or seven. There's no way I'm betting that game straight. No chance. Oh, man, man, Sam Peniatovich. Check him out on the Chicken Dinner Wagering podcast. He's a Vegas guy. He's a Chicago guy. So, perfect time to have Sammy on. And, Sam, we're basically now halfway through this NFL season. Um, anything you've noticed from a trend standpoint? Last week was about the favorites. We know it's a week-to-week league. But when you think about how you've been evaluating your card week in and week out, what, if anything in particular, stands out? Uh, well, going into this week, I, I really think there are a couple good spots here. You know, I got two NFL picks, and one of them is uh, San Francisco here because this is that long-standing logic that, oh, Aaron Rodgers, ooh, Aaron Rodgers getting points, I'm going to fire, you know, and then they lose by seven. So San Francisco at home has been spectacular this year. And their defense, especially their front, led by Nick Bosa. They've really been stopping the run. So they'll make the Packers one-dimensional here. You look at a number open four, now it's down to three because of all the public support for the Green Bay Packers. I think San Francisco at home is a very good bet. Like, I make my own numbers. Here's what I do. I make my own lines, JJ. I make them going into the weekend. I, I put a number on every single game. The number that I wrote next to San Francisco Green Bay was San Fran minus six. 
opens up four, bet down to three. So, of course, I'm going to fire on the minus three because I believe the handicap calls for a good spot for San Francisco. Not to mention Green Bay running game or the Green Bay, uh, Green Bay running defense has been atrocious. I mean, they can't, stop, they can't stop a nosebleed. I think Raheem Mostert and the combination of Baxter, Kevin Coleman, they're going to turn up a lot of yards on the ground. So I like San Francisco. And the other game here, and this is one of my favorite spots, you look at a game where everybody's on one side and you go the other way. Like my barber, my mailman, my dentist, they all like the Seahawks this weekend, right? Philadelphia at home, open minus three. Now it's minus one, one and a half. You can't find anybody on the street that's taking the Philadelphia Eagles, even though they're only a game behind the Cowboys in the East. They're playing with desperation. They need this game. I know Seattle's off a bye, and they have Russell Wilson. They're never out of a game. But I think Philadelphia here is in a good buy-low spot. Nobody wants to bet them. And everybody that bet them last week against the Patriots is now fading them. So it's a very good spot. I didn't bet the Eagles last week or the week before or the week before that. So I'm not, you know, intertwined with this, like, anti-Eagle bias. I think the Eagles are a good spot at home. It's only minus one. I think they're going to win this game against the Seahawks. I think that's a great strategy to write down the lines before you see them. And then if you notice something that's glaringly different, you can really find some value. And I'm with you there on Philadelphia as far as a buy-low spot. You nailed it. Everybody and their mother is on Seattle. I'm seeing 83% of the tickets on Seattle. Let me ask you about another game where I see some value. Am I crazy, Sam, in thinking that the Dallas Cowboys can go into Gillette Stadium and give you a competitive effort? If they can run the football, they can not only cover, they can win the football game. And I think you look at that Patriots schedule, and this is something that I've talked about for weeks. Go look at that New England Patriots schedule for the first eight games. I mean, they they played nobody. They played the Browns. They played the Bills. They played the Dolphins, the Redskins. I mean, they played nobody. So if you can punch the Patriots in the mouth, you can hang around there. I think the Cowboys have the ability, if they're physical with the run game and they feed Zeke, they can cover this game. The only issue I have is that the Patriots, I saw this stat the other day, Patriots in the last 40 home games are like 32-8 and eight against the number. Oh, my goodness. That's, a, that, that's alarming to me. So I, I'm not in a rush to fade them in Foxborough. Uh, you could have some colder weather in the forecast. I don't know if it's going to snow. And, of course, that stuff will change over the course of the week. So my lean is with you to the Cowboys here. But I think, I think we just found our nonchalant teaser on the floor. I'm not, I'm not taking the Cowboys here, but why don't we take the Chicago Bears and Lions or the Giants game? Let's take the Giants up from six and a half, take that plus 12 and a half, and let's take the Cowboys, right? And let's bet them up through seven, through the 10, through the 11. Let's tease the Giants with the Cowboys. And let's help those two NFC East teams to keep it within two touchdowns. I like that. Now I can credit my friends when I do place your bets over at S&Wine. I got my two team tees already lined up. So I love it, Sam. That's beautiful. So let's get to this theory. It's the old age idea of you got a West Coast team coming to the East Coast. When in doubt, one o'clock kick. Try to find the East Coast team taking the points, getting the points. Do you feel that way with the Jets who have won back-to-back games? They played two awful teams in the Giants and the Skins. Raiders have been great in the close game, but the Raiders, to me, still have a lot to prove this year. Any feel on the Raiders and the Jets? What's that number at? What's in the spread right now with the Skins? It is locked in at three. Raiders favored by three. God, that's such a trappy number. I agree. That's what I think. 
you look at that game and you think, oh, you know, it's one of those games where you look at like that. That's what I kind of roll with. I'm always very contrarian with this stuff. But I look at that game and and I know that everybody's going to bet the Raiders minus three. Like I'm trying to talk myself into taking the New York Jets there, but. Here's my other thing. I, I hate betting on coaches that I just can't trust. Bill O'Brien, for me, in the power ratings, he's number one on coaches I can't bet. And I actually I bet on that jerk last week against the Ravens. And I, you just can't do it. Uh, I, I don't want to bet on Jason Garrett. I hate betting on Bill O'Brien. And I think Adam Gase is a clown cell. Uh, so while I am, I'm inclined to look toward the plus three here because I'm, I'm with you, I think the Raiders are a little overvalued. I'm in no rush to bet the New York Jets because I just don't think Adam Gates is a good coach. In pro and in college, I hate betting on bad coaches, and that's that's sort of the handicap that I have in this one. Sam, it's funny you mentioned that. I was all over the Texans last week, too. Not one of my final picks of the week. And now I see this Thursday night game. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. You got public money coming out on the Texans. Line opens up at 5.5. It's now down to 3.5. And the Colts have played them great over the last couple of years. I mean, that's got to be an Indianapolis play plus three and a half, right? Well, I can tell you this. I talked to a couple of bookmakers, and you know this, JJ. I talk to these guys all the time. They've actually told me that this is a pretty pro and Joe split. So your bigger betters, your guys that are betting, you know, a dime or two dimes, a couple thousand dollars a game, they're on the Texans here. And the public is on the Indianapolis Colts getting points because they they're perceived – to be the better team with the better coach, right? People love to bet on Frank Wright over Bill O'Brien. They love this Colts run game. They think the Colts defense is due for a bounce back. So uh, this is sort of the pros and Joe's spot. I know that the sharp guys, the wise guys, they're on two sides this week. They love San Francisco and they love Houston. It's, it, it's really tough. If, you, if you're looking at Thursday night football, you have to really like that road team, right? I mean, last week, you had to really like the Steelers and bet the Steelers against the Browns. I didn't like the Steelers. I didn't bet it. And go ahead, the Browns go ahead and cover that game. I don't like the Colts in a short week, short spot. You got to travel for this game to Texas. I lean to the Texans here. I know there's big support for the Texans. So I'm staying away. I respect the move on the Texans here. The bigger bets around Houston and the public's going to come in on the Colts. Interesting. Cause I'm looking now and I guess that makes sense because they're just tracking overall tickets. I'm seeing 66% on Houston. But I can understand your argument that the big boys going in there who are dropping down the big boy wagers, they're all over the Texans in that spot, and that's going to kind of take away from those public sharp-type angles, give or take, right? Yeah, no doubt about it. Hey, I do want to ask you about one game here. I'm going to turn the tables on you. I like this. You're asking me a question. This is my kind of show. Yeah, we always do this. So here's my favorite game in college football. I love when we get to mid-November, right, and we look at the teams that are five, six, or seven in the college football playoffs, and you start to turn on your ESPNs and your Yes Networks, your Fox Sports One, and everybody's putting Oregon on a path to the college football playoff. Right, well, if Alabama loses and Georgia loses, Oregon's in the play. Look, Oregon's got to play Arizona State this weekend, right, and it's not easy to go into Tempe and play the Sun Devils, who are a little under the radar right here. I think this line is a little overinflated here. Oregon opened up minus 14. They've been bet up to 15 because everybody's talking about them going to the playoff, right? Well, if they win out, they'll be in the playoff. Let's not look too far ahead here. I love betting on an underdog that's trying to play spoiler. There is no pressure on Arizona State. 
Can you talk me out of the Sun Devils plus 15 here? Can you do it? No, I can't because I like to play myself. I would take Arizona State in that spot. I will be taking Arizona State in that spot. I think they're competitive now. I'm not going to tell you to feel frisky enough, Sam, to take them on the money line. I do think they keep that within two scores. Herm Edwards will have those boys ready to play. Yeah, I totally agree. I think it's a great spot here. I love when we start to put teams in the playoffs that aren't in the playoffs that makes the line more inflated. Then you look at it, you the public better, and you go, oh, Oregon, minus 14. I kind of like them. Yeah, they should win big. And then they win by three or four, or they lose the game outright. You know what I'm saying? So I think Arizona State, in college football here, I know that Oregon, they have a good path to the playoffs if they win out, but they still have to win out, and they have to take care of their business here. They're not trying to win by three or four scores. They're just trying to survive in advance. And I think that's a good bet on the Dodger in the Pac-12. All right, Sammy, before we get you out of here, what will be on your overall card? I know you've hinted at a few plays, but what will be on the weekend card? I know you dabble with the college. You're involved with the pros. What are you playing? Yeah, so I really like Arizona State. Talked about that. I like them over two touchdowns, like 14 and a half or 15. I think San Francisco minus three is a really good play. Uh, in college, go back to college here. I think Michigan's going to win this game like 28 to 10. Uh, they're going into Indiana, and Indiana played okay against Penn State. And Penn State's not that great. I think Michigan, you look at Michigan the last five weeks, they've really started to run the football with success. They should pound Indiana. Indiana, good. Michigan, very good. Uh, so I like under 10, laying the nine points here. And then in the NFL, I told you, everybody's on the Seahawks here. So I like my value with the Eagles. I laid one with Philadelphia. Don't lay one and a half. Lay the one or lay the money line. So those would be the four. Been a pretty good run. Just trying to stick to the uh, the X's and O's here and try and stick to the numbers. So those would be the four. Arizona State, Michigan, uh, the CD, uh, Philadelphia Eagles, and uh, the other dog in the uh, the other favorite in the NFL, San Francisco 49ers, minus three. Sammy, anytime I can work in the dumpster fire giant bear game, we could talk Mitchell Trubisky and we could talk some wagering. That's the kind of spot I'm going to enjoy. I just wish we were doing it over a couple of beverages. We will do that very soon, my friend. I hope to see you out in the desert at some point, maybe for the NCAA tournament, and we will catch up soon, all right? You got it. G-Man, tease him up. Tease him up. I like that. A little Giants-Cowboys tease. That's our boy, Sammy Paniotovich. Check him out. Chicago TV, the Chicken Dinner Podcast. I mean, he's here, there. He's everywhere. One of the all-time greats. Oh, such a clutch pickup, Dave. <laughs> I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. What, you fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for up to 45% off and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.